I don't think life is special without the arts. That's what people go to when they've had a tough time. That's what people go to to ex- escape the world that we live in at the moment. They go to watch performances or they watch TV and they watch people act. So I think it's still really, really important and to not give up on that dream because you got to give it a go. You don't know until you do it. Welcome to Season 3 of Spotlight, focusing on alumni working in the arts as emerging artists. Join us as we find out what Casper graduates of years gone by are up to in our Where Are They Now series. Today we welcome Bridget Woolno, singer, actress, dancer. Bridget graduated from the Aquinas College at Menai in 2012 and the Australian Institute of Music in 2015 with a Bachelor of Music, Music Theatre degree. During her studies, she played the role of Smitty in How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. She also starred in Neil Gooding and Nick Christo's Pop Stars, the 90s musical, playing the role of Charlie. Since graduating, Bridget has performed as a member of the ensemble in the workshop presentation of Between Worlds, directed by Jason Langley and Tyron Park. Bridget was also a part of Squabologic's mystery musical, Hello Dolly, playing the role of The Judge. During 2016, she performed in Packerman Productions' Wicked, playing the part of Annie and performed in the ensemble. Recently, Bridget again performed with Packerman Productions in the ensemble and playing the role of Blind Mice in Shrek the Musical and also playing the role of Vivian in Legally Blonde. Welcome, Bridget. What a great, great history you've had so far. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Bridget, can you think back to what years you were involved in Casper? When did you start with Casper? I first started with Casper in 2006. So when I was in year six, I did the big production at the Sydney Entertainment Centre, but I was just in the ensemble with my school. And that was watching from the sidelines and watching everyone down on stage was incredible. And then in 2009, so when I was in year nine, that's when I joined, I auditioned with Casper to be a part of the vocal ensemble. And I joined then and stayed from there till I finished year 12 in 2012. I want you to think back, Bridget, to your earliest memory with music. What created this love of music for you? I think my parents and my grandparents' love of Disney movies. They used to put them on for me all the time. Mum used to say when I was really, really little, I used to sing The Little Mermaid. And then from there, I ended up doing piano lessons. But every time I went to my piano lessons, they would get me to sing. So mum kind of realised that I liked to sing more. So then I joined in with singing lessons and I did dancing lessons and then from there that love just kind of grew and blossomed more and more every year and I still love Disney movies today. I just want to focus now on your time in the ensemble. Mm -hmm. So you were with us for a number of years. What were some of the highlights of those years that you're with us what were some of the great things that you remember most there's two that really stick out in my mind one of them was in 2011 well actually I take that back there's three in 2011 we performed at Carriage Works this big production where we performed different songs from musicals and that kind of also sparked my first love of musicals because I never kind of dealt with them before until then So having Jennifer Murphy there and she also brought some students from the Australian Institute of Music to sing with us and to help us learn the songs, which was so, so cool to see these older guys and alumni working with us. That experience was really, truly 
incredible because it was the first time I'd sung a musical theatre song, but on my own and in this certain genre. So James Long got me in one day to sing a West Side Story song. Never heard of it before. I couldn't even believe that people sung that high. And I was like, okay, all right. So James Long, you know, got me to sing Tonight from West Side Story. And I was like, okay. And then after I'd sung it and then we kind of chatted and he's like, okay, so now you're going to sing it for the show. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. And I remember learning the song and then performing it with Daniel, who was the, the Tony to my Maria. And then getting there on the day at Carriage Works and standing on this massive scaffold platform that spun as I sang. And then as we were singing, there was also these two actors who were doing the Romeo and Juliet scene. It was absolutely mind-blowing and I just couldn't even believe that that was like I was singing while that was going on and people were watching me and it was that was massive I still think about that sometimes one of the other big moments was being asked to sing at the uh, St Mary's Cathedral the whole of St Mary's Cathedral was full of Sydney Catholic School students principals and I had to go up to the altar and sing an alleluia I remember standing up on that platform and I didn't know that I was going to be at the altar. I thought I was going to be singing in the ensemble and they just passed me a microphone and I'd kind of be hidden. Nancy Sincotta said, no, no, you're going up to the altar. And I was like, oh, okay. So I went up there and I, and I have never experienced anything like that before singing in a big cathedral, maybe a thousand people. I'm not really sure, hundreds of people. That that was really, really cool. And then finally, I think 2012, I was in year 12 and we did a big performance again at the Sydney Entertainment Centre. And that was my final year as a student with Casper. And we did this huge production and I got to meet so many people and so many, make so many friends and work really closely with Jennifer Murphy. And I remember standing on the floor of the Sydney Entertainment Centre and at that point of the show it was just like 10 singers maybe we, we, we were told to kind of dance around on the floor and we were like okay and so I remember dancing around on the floor and looking up at this auditorium and be like oh my goodness like who can say that they've done that like a lot of people can say that they've been to the Sydney Entertainment Centre and watched a performance but not many people can say that they've stood on the floor pretty much just themselves and like an orchestra and 10 other people and sung to a big audience so that was probably a real big highlight. Beautiful memories, Bridget, and we remember them well too. <laughs> so it's it, it's great that you're sharing them with us today. And so you leave school and you end up at the Australian Institute of Music. Yes. Tell me how and why you pursued that path. Uh, I kind of made that decision really late when I was in year 12, but I think after all of my Casper experiences and learning about this musical theatre world, I decided to do that or study that because I didn't really see anything else in my in my mind. And so I went there and started there in 2013 and it was so much fun. It's, uh, you know, nine to five every single day of just singing and dancing and acting and being with, you know, 40 other people who love what you love. Yeah, it was really, it was really hard, but it was so worth it. And I learned so much. And a few times, actually, I remember sitting in class being like, ah, oh, I've heard that before. I remember hearing that. And, you know, some of my tutors said that to me, like at Casper and things like that. So yeah, AIM was so amazing. If I wish I could do it again, to be honest. <laughs> now that I'm a bit older, I want to go back and, and give it another shot. And so your time at AIM, apart from being surrounded by like-minded people and very talented people. What are some of the skills or 
um, attributes that you picked up from AIM that you've taken into your life since? Being flexible, being irreverent in terms of pushing yourself out of a box, pushing yourself out of the boundary, being open-minded to trying different things, but also finding what you're good at. And then also the opposite of finding what you're not good at and, and embracing that, being open to human to human contact, because that is an incredible connection that helps you foster your talent and things like that. I'm going to push you a little bit further now. <laughs> what would you say would be your greatest achievement since leaving school? Performing with Packerman and getting playing Vivian in Legally Blonde, I was really proud of myself for doing that because it's not a role I would have ever thought I'd play, but all of the things that I'd learnt at school and uni and at Casper kind of got me to that point, which was really nice. And then last year I wrote a book. All the things I've learnt about acting and singing I took with me and wrote this thing as well so that's something I'm really proud tell of. me a little bit more about the book all of a sudden I just unlocked it and bang this whole whole story came out uh when the moon is out is what it's Beautiful. called yeah fantastic who are some of your role models I have role models everywhere at the moment I'm there's a lot of artists like singers who I really admire for their songwriting ability so I really love this Australian artist um Wafia and I, I love Taylor Swift and I'm really inspired by her um, a lot of, a few authors I'm really inspired by Sarah J Mass and Lainey Taylor being two of them I find absolutely amazing uh, one of my friends that I went to uni with I'm inspired by her and her drive okay so you spent most of your life as a vocalist Mm-hmm. Then a spanner comes into the work, maybe, and you find yourself as a drama teacher. I do. Tell me how all that happened. Thankfully, because I did musical theatre, it, it put me in both paths for music and drama. So when I decided to do teaching, they said, you know, you can do music and drama. So I thought, why not? And I did drama in year 12, I mean, from year 9 to year 12. Absolutely loved it. And so being able to go to uni to learn how to teach it, it was awesome because I feel like I had put myself in a box being that singer Then all of a sudden to do drama and to teach acting, it was really inspiring to see what I could get out of the, the students as, and that's what I've really enjoyed. Now it's just really funny. I, I love drama more than I love music at school. It's such a vulnerable space but it brings out so much in them and it's so, so fun to see how brave and how different and confident they are by the end of the year and things like that so I don't know I, yeah I just I just love drama at school and teaching it what's your dream gig my dream gig what, what would you love to be doing as a performer I'd love to be in a show at the Hayes Theatre every show I've ever seen there I've walked away being absolutely blown away by the actors on stage maybe even a bigger production but something like that would be amazing and I'd like to publish my book which would be even more amazing and hopefully as well do a, f- a few senior um, classes through the HSC as well that'd be that'd be really cool that's that's my goal okay think back to some inspirational people in your life what's the best advice you've ever been given I think to my acting teacher aim plays through my head all the time when I'm in a classroom you know don't do what they expect you know think outside and my mother always says you attract more bees with honey. I know it's really silly, but I love that and saying being nice and kind is it can get you far in life, especially going through AIM. Being, I started AIM when I was only 17, but at the time doing such a 
degree that really digs into your vulnerabilities. I wish I'd backed myself a bit more and been proud of myself a bit more and patted myself on the shoulder. But even then, I still don't do it now sometimes. So it's a a constant evolution, (laughs) constant reminder. If you could share the stage with anyone, past, past or present, who would you love that to be? That is such a good question. I did a show last year. I was in um, Les Mis and our director was Luke Joslin and he, as a director, was so incredible. I would love to be on stage with him as a performer doing multiple, multiple shows because every time I th- he would be the type of person that would change something, you'd have to be on, you'd have to be on every time. Um, so he was amazing to watch. What would be some great advice that you would offer to students that, you know, might be following a path similar to yours? What would you or what, what do you say to your own students? To trust, trust themselves, trust their gut. You can listen to the people around you and they will give you their opinions, but you don't always have to take them, especially with a performance degree and especially in light of what has happened with, you know, the dirty word COVID. It's put a real damper on the performance industry but I don't think that should stray anyone from the path because I don't think life is special without with, without the arts that's what people go to when they've had a tough time that's what people go to to ex- escape the world that we live in at the moment they go to watch performances or they watch tv and they watch people act so I think it's still really really important and to not give up on that dream you got to give it a go you don't know until you do it exactly so, yeah Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, for giving up your time, for coming back to visit us. It's so great to reconnect with students that we work with. And we hope that your professional life as a performer continues to grow. And we look forward to seeing you do some great things in the future. And please let us know. Awesome. Good thank on you. you. Thanks, Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you.